everybody. Welcome to the Fran cast. We are here to talk about our favorite show, The Nanny, and we are finishing up season two. Very exciting with two episodes. We usually cover three episodes. Today we're covering two episodes <laughs> and it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Larry's here. Hello. Yes. And Colleen is here. Hi everybody. And how are you both doing? Meh. hanging in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> as we were talking about all our yeah sleeping yeah. Back. not good this week <laughs> well i hadn't i hadn't seen either of these episodes and if i had it had been a long long time since i've seen either of these two episodes mm-hmm. and so i figured oh this would be the finale it'd be no problem if we just have two episodes you know we'll still have quite a bit to talk about uh but as you'll see these aren't the best episodes. This might not be a very long episode of the free. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but uh, yeah, sometimes talking about things that don't work can be just as interesting as talking about things that do work. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so we have episodes 24, 25 of the season, season two. We're going to be doing next week uh, our ranking episode of the ep- of the episodes in season two. Uh, which we did for season one and then we have a bonus for you all that uh, we're going to do after that so I'm really looking forward to that and uh, the first episode that we're going to talk about is called The Chatterbox and Larry what was your overall thoughts about this episode? Uh, I did not like it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah you agree Colleen? Yeah it was really bad very little redeeming if anything about it <laughs> yeah agreed and so this this episode is not really an episode of the nanny at all and this is a pilot for a, another show that didn't end up getting picked up and so it's not it's it's just not the nanny and this is not like the first time this happened this is very common in many other shows that they uh they will have uh pilots to other shows usually i feel like it has some more of a connection to the show like for instance they had the uh the pilot for rhoda in mary tyler moore show mm-hmm. uh as an episode of the mary tyler and moore show and mindy i mean robin williams was introduced on happy days as mork mm-hmm. that's and another that good example a huge hit. yeah so. <laughs> i i put it out on twitter and got a, a bunch of different responses that people have said of pilots that have worked out they reminded me of what the Golden Girls tried. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, tried with an em- empty nesters episode with Rita yeah. Moreno. Who was oh talking- yeah, that was a terrible episode. And it's just—it's like one of my least favorite Golden Girls episodes because, again, we never have heard of these people before. We never hear of them again. Mm-hmm. And the Golden Girls are almost non-existent in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, it felt very similar to this Chatterbox episode, where it's like, yeah, they're kind of there, but this is clearly just, it's completely disconnected from the rest of the show. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not something, like, there's lots of spin-offs of shows, uh, but, like, for instance, Frasier is the ultimate spin-off mm-hmm. show. And, uh, and they... Uh, uh, they have 
other you know shows are spinoffs uh but when they actually have an episode within the uh the other show that's like because cheers have been done i think when fraser started so there wasn't like a cheers episode of fraser um but uh but some other ones that got brought up in the twitter uh evidently it was more of a thing in the 70s i guess in like you said mork and mindy mod the jeffersons yeah Yeah. Um, somebody brought up the simpsons which is a little different because it was part of a like a a variety type show a comedy show mm-hmm. and you know they had an animated bit uh as part of the uh and so their first episode was uh were early episodes were part of the tracy ullman show so i don't know that one's a little different i feel like but um but yeah private practice empty nest um empty nest was decent but the, the thing about that and Frasier and um Maud and some of the others is they had the characters established like you brought Florida Evans from um I think she was on Maud brought her to good times that kind of thing and then you had Frasier was well established on Cheers like and his wife yeah. and the whole thing I mean you didn't know the, the brother or the father but I mean there was enough there that you could create a hit out of it create another series yeah i mean and my co-host of uh hidden gems ryan he brought up a good failed one with um there's an episode of the office where they uh it's called see the farm and where you supposedly get to know uh dwight's family and they were going to try to do the spinoff of uh on dwight's family that never ended up happening um the uh i guess the facts of life premiered as a season finale of um different strokes um yeah it did and it yeah and i'm a facts of life with different strokes fan it wasn't yeah it was an introduction to kimberly being at that school at eastland school and um yeah her mm-hmm. becoming the, and mrs garrett become the house mother but the next season which, which became the facts of life mm-hmm. yeah and the bionic woman was piloted from the six million dollar man somebody brought up and uh, the andy griffiths show uh i guess he was introduced in an episode of a show called make room for daddy i guess oh i never knew that yeah that's what alonzo Duralde, uh friend uh, oh, wow. said yeah so it has worked it did not work here <laughs> for whatever reason i don't know this actress tracy nelson they decided that uh to spin off her to get her show uh to use the nanny uh to try to spin off her show and i i don't know uh, it the, the really the only thing i liked in this episode there wasn't even any good fashion there was one good line where cc's eating with them and niles gives her the food and she says niles my eggs are all dried up and Niles says the gene pool is safe yeah was the highlight of the episode yeah Yeah. no question right (laughs) well the problem also was i mean it was just so contrived Uh, you you know with the audition and this girl this like weird wacky awkward girl coming in in this horrible horrible outfit yeah and just being so dumb (laughs) yeah but then for fran to just like take this weird interest in making sure she gets employed 
I don't know. It was just kind of like, what? I don't know. It was such a contrived, contrived storyline. It was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they, I guess this actress was on Melrose Place, Gracie Nelson. Well, she's part of a famous family. Her father was Rick Nelson. Oh. was a famous singer. Wasn't he a singer and actor? Rick Nelson. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And then their hair brothers were the Nelson twins. Those two hairband guys mm-hmm. with the long hair. Do you remember yeah. them? Yeah. Thing, yeah. Who I I liked. I admit. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. her brother, her twin brothers. And so I guess they uh, she'd had roles on different shows. Um, like I said, Melrose Place. She was on. She was in a League of Their Own uh i guess there was a no it was a tv show of a league of their own oh, i was like season. wait <laughs> yeah i was like thinking back i was like wait a minute who was she a background character that we see for one second yeah like, yeah she was not there with madonna yeah like, oh, she must have been an extra <laughs> yeah yeah and uh and so yeah they decided i don't know like at least from this just this one episode she had she did not have that star star appeal so i was left kind of that's interesting about the family connection because i was just like she's not somebody that you think wow this person we gotta we gotta work a show like i mean fran has a billion times more charisma and personality and everything uh but and the other funny thing about it is the actor patrick cassidy did you know that that's david cassidy's half-brother Sean oh yeah brother and Shirley Jones son so there's all kinds of nepotism happening in yes, this episode but he wasn't good either he, I can no. see why he's not a famous Cassidy <laughs> <laughs> sorry Patrick Cassidy but no <laughs> well and I also I thought that he was gonna end up being gay did anyone else think that I mean yeah. I've, I especially yeah. when they said it was a um, when it, when you find out it's a spinoff to be its own thing, you know, you're like, well, of course they're not going to risk it and have a gay right. lead yeah, character. But I was also like, very clearly he should have been gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you hate to stereotype, but I was like, no, I mean, I don't care that he's sitting here wooing women. Um, anyone will do that for some tips. <laughs> you know? right, sure, sure. I was like, no, still. And then they reused that little child actor. That yes. Was, earlier in Fran to be his son. Oh, yeah. yeah I thought little, he looked familiar. Yeah, he was that little child actor that Fran let off the hook. Oh. And yeah, I was like, oh, gosh, him again. He also is not likable as that little actor. I'm sorry. He just, no. No, it just, <laughs> it, we even got Sylvia and um, Yetta. Yetta, which is usually a surefire way to at least bump it up a point for me. And it just... Sylvia had one kind of fun moment, but it's just, yeah, no. Yeah, I liked Yetta's line where she says, I had my sweet 16 on Ellis Island. No. And Yetta says, says, you were in quarantine. I mean, and Francis, you were in quarantine. So I thought it went on a little long. Yeah. That that made me laugh. <laughs> but oh, the nail girl. I hated oh her gosh. so much. It was so embarrassing. Yeah, very stereotypical. And very I know that actress. She's been in a million things. Lauren Tom is her name. She's been uh-huh. around a while. But she was that that role was horrendous. Yeah, I was really embarrassed for her. I'm like, I would 
throw this out. Don't have it on my resume. <laughs> like, right. this is the whole, I mean, the whole thing was full of stereotypes. That was the problem. The older yeah. queen, as he called himself in there. Yeah. And I was just like, see, it'd be so much more interesting to have the hunky lead guy be gay rather than this, like, <laughs> the old, you know, Niles stand-in, if you will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that yeah. male woman, oh my gosh, yeah, she was so grating. And the the bit about her with those little pictures, it was just too much. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. What is yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had, uh, the as you said, the sort of the now stand-in, uh, uh, the guy named Claude, who's played yes. by Edward Hibbert, who I recognize from Frasier. Uh, he played Gil Chesterton on Frasier. I recognize him, but I didn't think where I, okay, yeah. that's where I've seen him. Yeah. And he's the, uh, the snobby food critic, uh, at the radio okay. station and okay. on Fraser named Gil Chesterton. And he's great, you know, in that, but yeah. he was also, I do remember that I, when I was, uh, I was very fortunate in 2006, I got to go to New York and my aunt was living there. So we were able to see a ton of shows. Uh, I was able to see like six shows in, in, in like four days. It was amazing. Oh, wow. And yeah. And because if you don't have housing, you don't have hotel expenses. Oh, yeah. It saves you yeah. so much Freeze money. Frees you up a lot. Yeah. Anyway, and I saw the, I saw a preview uh, for the Drowsy Chaperone and which ended up going on to win Tony's and being great. And anyway, he was in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Randomly. Uh, he was in the trash chevron uh, but um which is it's a hilarious show that's just making fun of broadway shows basically <laughs> it's parodying <laughs> it's really funny but um i think the any- problem really other than it just being so shoehorned in is we go on this complete little storyline like you said a pilot um mm-hmm. about people we don't care about that and they do nothing like uh, this whole storyline about the ex-wife and the kid like it just is so much for people that you know we couldn't care less about (laughs) yeah and they and you know they didn't have people on cast that endeared you in to make you care so then it was Mm -hmm. just really a flop that's exactly right like you those characters that work are people like Fraser crane and Mork from Mork and Florida from um, Maud and I mean really endearing people that you just never forget there's something charismatic and they can get you in that first episode there was none of that these were like no C or D rated people yeah agreed <laughs> I mean I all I did like another line I guess there were a few lines that I liked yeah. that um where Fran says where um Tracy says I have no I have no living no means of support nothing to nothing to complain about and francis you're not jewish are you that, uh, that was funny uh, i also liked uh, that uh, that mr sheffield is clearly turned on by fran wearing maggie's wig <laughs> oh, yeah. that was i also was like well wait I thought she went to the salon to get her hair done, not just buy a wig. Yeah, that was a little weird. That was weird. the other thing. I was like, I thought she was getting her hair done. Why did they just buy a wig? Like, right. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was when she popped down with that wig. It was just like jarring because yeah, I don't know. I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. I liked when Sylvia like grabbed Fran in that. <laughs> that was like one of the moments I thought I don't know it was funny. It was a weird pinch though. She was like pinching her between the fingers. 
Uh, <laughs> like digging her closet and pinching her at the same time. Um, but yeah, it was like, ooh. Uh, yeah. And there was a, a line where Sylvia says, my own daughter betrayed me. Now I know how Nancy Reagan felt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little funny uh she's dying to work at the uh the chatterbox evidently and uh yeah i mean like so even fashion there because because fran wasn't in that many scenes Scenes, so (laughs) i mean no you just had uh the uh the purple robe with the white flowers and then the she wears a yellow jacket with that's got double the butt double buttons black buttons and it had like a black lining and a black skirt with like it had like a silver chain belt it had like a gem on the end or something yeah yeah Yeah. some kind of designer or something uh but i actually uh, liked that little outfit i was like oh it's a cute outfit yeah yeah i don't know if it was the chanel or some kind of designer i feel like i recognize that emblem but it shows how big of an expert. I'm sure somebody that's big on fashion would would know what that <laughs> meant. Uh, but but anyway, and then she when she's at the very end when she's wearing the wig, she's just in all black, black pants, black uh, everything, and then there's like a gold necklace on. Uh, but yeah, and then the black wig, and I just like it whenever you get to see that chemistry between the two of them. And that's like sexual tension between the two of them. I just love. So that was fun. But yeah, it's it was. I mean, it is not shocking at all that this didn't get greenlit. That was a good business choice. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I don't. I don't know that people would have been tuning in. No My goodness. Oh, uh, I mean, so bad. I give it a two. I feel like that's. I don't know. I'd say so. I think this is the worst episode of The Nanny we've come across yet. Yeah, yeah I think so. Easily. I mean, good. I'll take Nanny Mueller over having to deal with this any day. <laughs> yeah, me too. At least that's an episode of the show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not this show. Yeah, yeah it's going to be hard to top it, I feel like. This is... Yeah, I didn't love the next episode either, but it was much better than this. So yes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's Fran gets mugged, and I have to say, I felt like the acting was kind of terrible in this one. It was bad. I'm usually that was the biggest problem. I'm not that hard on Fran on her acting because usually it's just funny and whatever. But <sighs> there were some points where I think they were actually trying for some drama, and there were some bad performances by not just her. <laughs> by others yeah, yeah i agree i was like i mean i don't i tried to be a little bit nicer to child actors but who his acting in this episode i yeah. don't know what i don't know what was going on <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wasn't good uh yeah and so in this episode basically fran gets mugged in central park and she has to confront her uh, her mugger and uh, and she also there's a hunky detective and uh, then you also have uh, mr sheffield and cc with a his family's shakespeare that fran loses and uh, so uh then you have at the very beginning fran takes the shakespeare thinking that it is uh maxwell's list for her that he asked her to do some errands which Again, is pretty stupid on the part of Fran. <laughs> like, come on. 
I mean, it's, it's stupid of him to just leave it there without any kind of protection. You think something like that would have a protective covering of some kind. Yeah. Uh, but he just leaves it there and she's like, oh, a Danish ham or uh, I, don't, I don't know what kind of list Shakespeare was making with all of his plays. But then anyway, and it's, it need, she's like, I need to find two gentlemen of Verona. Uh, this was this at the end of his career and he was just like making a list of all of his plays i don't know uh but yeah fran gets mugged and uh she's most mad about her missing lipstick uh because it's discontinued (laughs) that was crazy though i mean that was excessive (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was too much yeah i mean it is kind of annoying when when you have products like that that are like love yeah that you just love and you're like why didn't i buy like five bottles i mean we've all been experiencing that even with stuff we don't love like like (laughs) like toilet paper there's no more toilet paper (laughs) having to settle for a brand you would never buy otherwise (laughs) (laughs) it's true (laughs) Uh, uh, what did you think uh colleen about our hunky officer right. he was not hunky <laughs> yeah. i didn't find him appealing at all william bummeler is his name bummeler i don't know how you say it i didn't think there was anything great about him i didn't find the character interesting he was not attractive to me personally and i thought the macho whatever he was trying to pull off just wasn't working yeah i i guess he was on 24 i don't remember him season six yeah i I love 24 you and Uh, a millions of people (laughs) (laughs) that was a big deal it's it is it is a great show to binge if you ever if you ever want a really bingeable show it's Mm -hmm. so good because each one each episode kind of leaves you on a cliffhanger so you're like what's gonna happen anyway i loved it uh so yeah and she says uh, he says that he's an nypd jew <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it was just too much i mean so how do you get mugged i get getting mugged in broad daylight but in the middle of like 20 people were in the in the area and yeah. nobody did a thing or even well, like well and then he ran up to her uh, you know like why would he randomly pick her well he she was standing off there? Of her purse yeah. and and so that's that i guess that that could be a you know strategy is to cut off the purses and then they wouldn't even notice but the whole mugging part of it uh i don't know yeah it's i also am like i mean i don't want to like strong shame fran but how do you go from like when she was on the subway when she stole that baby uh you know she's like yelling at that guy after he Mm -hmm. like even you know brushes up against her whatever he does or he yells in her face and she like turns around and yells to like being completely bewildered and helpless i was like what i don't know it doesn't it doesn't gel with with the friend that we kind of have seen it's kind of like abrasive you know like hold up let me yell in your face you give me a sandwich or whatever yeah. she said to him you know so i was like okay uh yeah it, the departure it did seem weird because she's such a strong character for her to be this sort of weak character 
Uh, although I do love it when I love it when Fran does the whole baby kind of yeah voice and uh, that I like to Mr. And of course that's like a, yeah, then that I find I just think that's like a completely compartmentalized different aspect to her character. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know. I'm like even if you think she's not the brightest crayon in the box, yeah. he always comes across as street smart, you know? So yeah. this episode like, really, it depended on her being quote-unquote naive, as everyone told her, but she's grown up her entire life in a much rougher neighborhood than this. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. I, do, I do like when uh, Mr. Sheffield says, I don't like what you've done to her. Yeah. that That's a fun moment. I know. I was like, I bet you this would have gotten like a complete bonus point if before they found her Niles, there had been that kiss that they were leading up toward. I <laughs> know. We got so close. I was like, uh-oh, Rachel would have given a bonus point, but no, nope, not enough. It's on my notes. You better believe it. We are so close, Rachel. So close. I know. And uh, we do get... Where I did think it was funny when they a couple lines like when she asks Niles to get hairspray, pepper spray, and breath spray, and he says, "Well, can I switch them and give them to Miss Babcock?" She finally says, uh, and she finally agree agrees, and uh, so that was funny. And also, I liked when Cece basically tries to smother Fran, and she's like wailing about. Yeah, that was. I have funny. to say that's like one of the I don't know one of the iconic moments of the whole show for me. That uh, I was like I do remember both of these episodes, so I've seen them before because yeah. once I started watching, I was like, oh god, yes, I remember this hair salon, and then I was like, I remember this one too, and part of it was the like oh kill her and then she like starts smothering <laughs> her with the pillow so that that is an, an, a moment that has always stuck yeah. out from yeah. the nanny that was the best part like if you take it in content you know like not what she was doing to her trying to kill her but, but it was it was humorous within the context of and then part. mr sheffield's response was great too of, yeah, yeah yeah i'll stop her and then when he finds out oh my god get off get off <laughs> we need yeah. her alive <laughs> I also liked when when Now says that uh, the expert is teaching Brighton how to repel oh. a man. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. funny. Now I'll hold her down and you tie her tubes. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, and then of course Cece getting her little moment at the end yeah. with Niles tied up and gagged. <laughs> right. Yeah. And. Uh, um, yeah, like I said, Mr. Sheffield says, you turned her into a simpering, whimpering child. Uh, but the mugger ends up giving them tickets to Shakespeare and they go and they come back and they have this cute little date and it's so good. Uh, and I, I do think it would have, it would have been better if they'd had a kiss there. I mean, right. come on. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, Niles is there with the tape on his mouth and and uh cc just kind of lets him suffer there they've taken everything the 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 uh the crooks have taken everything and uh so that's kind of our end uh yeah i mean there wasn't a ton of fashion in this one there's the um there's a black and white there's a black and white striped dress i think she's worn before yeah with a little red mm-hmm. bolero jacket mm-hmm. and uh black nylons and she loves that black white and red that must have been on trend. In yeah. a, I, I feel I like guess. black, black, white, and red and fluorescence. We've seen a lot of this season. 
which is funny. And then we see her in some pajamas, which we don't typically, usually it's the robes. And she's in a red and yellow leopard pajama or gold kind of leopard pajamas. And, and, and then she's in a black and white striped suit dress with black buttons and a matching skirt. That's when she does, picks out the, the lineup and and she recognizes the 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 pantyhose more than the, the other person uh which with how much nylon she wears i believe it right yeah <laughs> and then she's in a blue leather suit with gold buttons and black tights so that is the fashion when she has that like black lacy dress at the very end oh yeah, yeah. big sleeves yeah with the big sleeves Mm -hmm. (laughs) hanging down yeah so i don't know this one i i think i give a uh five yeah i was gonna go 4.5 what do you think colleen i i was actually gonna go four so i guess that works out yeah it wasn't great but it was better than the last one yes So there we go. That's all we have today. It's a shorter episode, but we will be back next week with our ranking. Of Can you season- guess what episode will be at the bottom next week? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not very hard. Yeah, they didn't end strong because you know how strong season two was. That's the weird thing is what a weird closing episode to the season. That's the other thing with this robber episode. It's like, so we ended with them having nothing in the house. That's the end of the season i don't know it's weird actually when you think of it even last season both episodes have had weird season finales we have like it would have been way better to end on the a kiss is just a kiss yeah Yeah. that would have been a way better season finale well thank god they didn't end on chatterbox oh my goodness yeah didn't it do this season one too the last episode was not the best episode yeah that's what i'm saying it was the the mother's day episode the same thing yeah exactly the same thing i'm like what are they thinking i know weird yeah they don't very weird i I don't know maybe i don't know maybe the seasons back in the day weren't constructed like they are now (laughs) yeah but there's some really killer well there were dramas but there's some really memorable season finales and you had to wait how many months i don't like dallas and stuff like that you know, back mm-hmm. in the day. I, just, I just feel like you you should wrap it up at least on like go by especially for a sitcom if it doesn't come back at least we wrapped it up in a nice you know way you wrap up your storyline for what you're doing for the moment you know right. instead of we just got robbed and now our house is empty uh i don't know that's a weird way to end the season yeah this is very strange or mother's day like we talked about that one must have been the day well, Mother's Day was on that date, so they moved it around, and the season finale was actually the episode before the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you didn't have to have the theft, the robbery. You could have just had it end, like you said, with the, with the date, or even the teaser, even if they didn't kiss, you could have just ended it there. You know? Yeah. Will they or won't they? That would have been a much more interesting, even though they've kissed before, it was in a different context, that would have been better. Mm-hmm. 
yeah definitely definitely well oh well what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah the nanny maybe is, i don't i can't i don't know the seasons i guess because i've usually just watched it like on reruns because i didn't uh -huh. watch it when it first came out so yeah. i'm like oh is this a is this a trend to continue does the nanny have week season finales every year we'll see <laughs> yeah it's gonna be see season three i i yeah because i feel like the season three finale is when he says he loves her. Yeah, I was like, say that one has oh, to be good, see, right? Because be good. it leaves on a cliffhanger for season four, obviously. Yeah. That's and my I know memory, this, but who knows? And I remember this series finale. I know the series finale is good because I remember it. I, mm -hmm. I know how it ends. The show is good, but yeah, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't know about these season finales. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're bad. So, well, let us know if you're listening. Do you agree with us about these two episodes? Or are you a secret hidden Chatterbox fan? Were you uh, dying for Chatterbox <laughs> to just break through? Let us know. Uh, that would be great. Uh, you can follow us at FrankCast14 on Twitter. We've been, I've been trying to do a little bit better job of posting on there uh, every now and then of different things, when, particularly when I watch the episode. Uh, so please follow us on, on there. We'd appreciate it. And Larry, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. Great. And Colleen, where can people find you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at LELE44094, and our Francast Instagram is Francast1993. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And uh, also make sure you're following the Hallmarkies podcast. We have lots of fun stuff coming up over there. Uh, I've got a very exciting August in the works. So definitely want to be, uh, you want to be tuned in over there. So thanks so much, everybody. And, uh, and we will talk to you all next week. Let us know your rankings uh, for, as we prepare for next week. It'd be great. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.